everyone. This is Kathy Mason from Mason Works Marketing here on Conscious Business Zone today with my friend Ingrid Honkala. Hi, Ingrid. Hey, Kathy. Oh my gosh. I'm so, so happy to be here with you and with your audience again. It's yes. Oh, I'm so excited. So, Ingrid, okay, so if the audience doesn't know you, um, I want to let everyone know how generous Ingrid is and how um, the, her generosity has been shown in lots of ways. I'm a volunteer for the IONS group. And in 2019, 2012, 2020, we had to do everything online. And Ingrid helped with all the uh, Spanish translation. She had a Spanish, I think, a experiencer lounge, everything, which was so generous of you. Um, Ingrid is from Bogota, and she, um, the way I met her was um, as part of the IONS group, that, which is the International Association for Near-Death Studies, and I right away just fell in love with her energy. So, uh, y'all, you, you have so much light. It's so beautiful. So, so for the people that haven't met you before, could you explain a little bit about your first NDE, <laughs> because this is what you're going to find if you don't know about Ingrid, is that something happens, or it certainly happened with you, that made you fearless, made you get an idea and act on it. So anyway, so I'll stop. I'll stop and not interfere with the first question. <laughs> but would you like to share your your original story so that people could follow along and get to love you as much as I do? No. <laughs> and same thing here. Like when we met, we connected, and that's why we just kept like wanting to share the light exactly. together and the joy with yes. the world. So Yes, my near-death experience, the first one, one, and I was close to just three years old when I fell into a tank filled with frigid water and I drowned. And um, I supposed to be in the care of a maid, but she wasn't paying att attention. My parents left for work. And when I drowned, I saw my body. And when I saw my body, it was this sense I was born as a very sick child. And first thing, once I, I, I left my body when I drowned was the feeling of like complete and absolute well-being. It was the sense of like oh, peace and just, and I saw light and I saw uh, bubbles surrounded with light and I experienced what I call the silence behind the silence is just absolute stillness and peace and serenity and tranquility and calmness. And then when I see my body and I am experiencing such a state of well-being, I just look at the body and I said, oh, I'm not going back there. <laughs> And I turned around and I left it. And then at that moment, I um, 
there was other events that happened. I, I was just floating and it was picked up by flowers. It was all majestic and absolutely beautiful. And then just like that, I appear in the maid's room, that lady that's supposed to be taking care of me. She was listening to some radio and I just looking at her and she's completely unaware. I'm like, whoa, that's Maria. And from there, since nothing happened, this is the part, Kathy, that just completely blows everybody's minds and socks off. And is that I appear in my mom's path. She was work, walking, she was on her way to work. And then right before she arrived to her bus station, I'm now looking at her from above. And I'm like, oh, that's mom. The moment I said, that's mom, she stopped. She didn't give another step. She did not hesitate. She just knew immediately something is happening at home with one of my babies. Mm -hmm. and she turned around and started to run. And then I'm looking at her and I'm like, whoa, why is she running? <laughs> and at that moment, I just completely got distracted because I saw a dog at the end of the street. And I'm like, I love animals. And the moment I, I had the desire to be with the dog, I was with the dog. And I'm like, oh, wow, what is happening? And I started to have fun and play. And it, it was like time and space as we know it just vanish. And I was just having fun. <laughs> and from there, I um, appeared again, like in another flash in a space that was made of pure, bright, intense, shiny light. And is that the moment when I felt that for the first time in the almost three years of my life, I was home. And I was in this state of like complete peace. And, and it's when I uh, had the realization that, oh, I'm not that persona. I'm not what everybody call Ingrid. I am a being of light. And it was like the that process of this identification with the form, with the persona, with all that started to happen. And I went beyond that to experience what I call non-self or what I call nothingness. And you know, these I, I have learned more about that state through times, but I, I just say that is the state where you thought. I, I love this analogy that somebody shared with me that imagine that there's a, a little box in the middle of a stadium and you thought that you were the content in that box and that you were that box. That's all you knew. And suddenly that box open and you have the realization, oh, I am not just the box, I'm all of it. So yeah, it's a state. Yeah. I call it nothingness, but at the same time, wholeness. Nothingness because it's nothing I knew, nothing I thought I was, but wholeness because it was the totality of everything. And also, as I have understand this with more clarity, or as I have understood this more deeply, is that sense of realizing that individual thinking of I am just the little box is realizing I'm connected with absolutely everything. We're not separate. Like the, the fact that I could exist as this being is because all of it around. 
and everything that is is just everything is working together even even when we eat food even with the connection with earth even the connection with others it's all like a big puzzle and all the pieces are needed to complete that puzzle so it was that state of wholeness and and the, the other words i can use kathy is a state of pure awareness and just pure consciousness and as i am in that state of being my mom finally arrived home and the other incredible thing is that she knew exactly where to go and she directed herself to the back of the house she knew i was in the tank so this is the other thing kathy i could say i i i have not met another person that had a similar experience but i i am the testimony that communication between the spirit realm and the physical realm is real because i did it and came back to tell this is true it's real because i i communicated with my mom and thanks to that communication and that's the part where we also understand that love doesn't have barriers and being in the spiritual realm and the physical realm didn't matter my mom felt my presence she knew being she fought away from the house she's the one that knew where i was and got me out of the tank she wow. said that when she got me out of the tank i wasn't breathing i didn't have pulse i was all pale and my mom did cpr and brought me back to life and and at that moment people asked me if i felt anything and i said no i didn't i was in my in my world of like being wholeness when suddenly kathy i felt that i had jumped from the tallest building in the world and there's nothing i could do to stop it and it was that sense of like no <laughs> and i was being like vacuum i was being pulled back and now i was back in the body and i was like very unhappy like <laughs> no my freedom is gone <laughs> so so i have a question did you then go in and out of your body a lot as a child because once i did um, so, but once you had that big expanded view, um, it was hard to stay in here for me. Yes. Same, yes. Same thing happened for me and, and it was all natural because once you know, I say people, I love to give the analogy of the orange juice. One thing is to know oranges and to know, or I could, I could know the physiology of the orange juice. I could know um the chemistry i could know the biology i could know everything i could even know how to prepare food and juice but if you never drink it you don't truly know it so in experiences like us is like once you drink the orange juice you truly truly know it so after that knowing that state it was now something within myself and i, and I came back with an awareness i didn't have before Kathy. so it was it wasn't just only that I was able to access that state, but also I look at my parents and I was like, these are not just my biological parents. I felt them as my equal. So I became very rebellious. Why do I have to hear these people? <laughs> and then I also look at my body and I'm like, I'm not this child. Oh. I'm more than this child. So I never felt that I was a child again. And 
after I, I think I, I became more of a child nowadays because those days it was like you're trying to understand what is happening and I was comparing myself and I was I didn't understand why other people didn't understand anything and I will look at other children what happened to these people they don't know anything so it was I was pretty serious in 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 trying to understand what was happening i would cry and say god why did you send me here back with no manual what do you want me to do <laughs> so yeah. I, re I remember as a child saying how do you play this game here how do you get love i i because i remember it's like it, this doesn't make sense how they live here <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. So and, um, yeah, for many years, it was for me, that was the part that was very hard. Although I came back with many gifts, like possibility to access that expanded state of being, meeting beings of light and have even um, um, possibility. I was only going to be three years old, Kathy. And after that, now I could read and write. I could, um, war with complex puzzles i could resolve mathematical problems i could paint and for me it was like i'm just remembering i'm just remembering i'm not learning i'm just remembering so although i had all these abilities and all these gifts and all that is amazing the shadow part of that was that i didn't know how to integrated here i didn't know how to live it here so for many many years of my life i wanted to die because i wanted to go back there right. and i had to go through many years of sufferings and then later in my life what i call big awakening and last year that we can talk about more about that i had another encounter with dead let's call it near that experience that opened for me wow now the absolute clarity to what we call home okay so so you are three or four years old and all of a sudden you have an awareness of an adult of a, a mystical being <laughs> that this is all isn't all that is and that this that you can create whatever you want you you didn't have the restrictions that most people walked around um asleep basically you were awake when did you first experience the beings of light when did they show up and help you because obviously you probably touched them when you had your near-death experience but and they were probably watching just like angels and guides do they were probably watching all along going what do we do she hasn't asked us for help yet <laughs> right yeah and what happened is that they uh, yeah from the the near that experience i already when i first uh, had the sense of home it was that sense like you know when you arrive home and you might not see the parents right there but you know at home yeah your Safe. family is there that's yeah. how I, I felt it first and then now i came back and i was very angry because i didn't want to be here i didn't want to eat i reached the point kathy i didn't even want to be touched wow and then 
is when I was having these, um, let's call it out of body experiences. This is the way people feel it. But for me, it's like, it's more expansion. You're having access, you're, you're expanded being. So it was, uh, I, I kept having, every time I went to sleep, I kept having this sense of like, I was going back to that realm of the light and feeling the, the just the expansive state of being. And in one of these journeys, one day I was surrounded completely by starlight figures. And I said, I give the example that is when like you are outside and you look at the at the stars, at the sky at night, and it's just stars everywhere. Imagine this, but I was completely in a place that was made of light and I'm surrounded by like starlight figures that were shining in all different colors, like to the infinite. And in one of these journeys, one day, one of these uh, starlight figures was shining in gold and it approached me and it touched me. And it's when, and the, the other thing is that it shaped itself as human form to show me, look, we are the same. And it's when I said, oh, you are a being of light. And then that's how, that's the reason I call them beings of light, because that's <laughs> just obviously how I was perceiving them. And then uh, at the beginning, I kept seeing just the beings of light. And when I went to sleep or when I was in this state of expansion, then that's the part where later I understood that balance was needed. So what that is that balance that I could not be the child that is left forever. So what happened is that one day I'm taking a shower and I was five years old. Now I'm all relaxed in the shower when a being of light appeared in the shower, the bathroom. And it was like a blue, shiny, intense light. And I'm like, oh, now the beings of light are here. And after that, the, I started to see them everywhere and it was that sense of peace and that sense of feeling that now home was here. And later in my life, I understood that it's when we get to get, get that clarity. Home is not a place, it's a state of being. Beautiful. Because when I started to experience them here, I wanted to now play. I wanted to be with my sisters. I wanted to eat. I wanted to, oh, yeah, I don't have, I don't have to go there and fall asleep. It's here, it's here. So that, and at the beginning, they didn't say anything. They just, just their presence was needed to just be at peace. But I was still throwing tantrums, Kathy, because... <laughs> I just did not have connection or I just didn't feel attached to my persona and to my name. So there was a day that they were calling me for dinner and my parents hired a new lady and she's like calling me to come eat. And I'm like, oh, when they call me Ingrid, I felt the sense of like, that's not my name. Why you call me like that? Then it's when the lady came, Ingrid, we're calling you we're calling you for dinner. And I said, don't call me like that. That's not my name. And it's when she says, then how should I call you? What is that your name? And I say, I do not need one. <gasps> and it's just like, of course, they were like, oh, this girl is <laughs> to bed. And I was all angry. And it's when for the first time, the beings of light talked to me. 
and in a very soft and these compassionate kind words they say it's going to take time for them to understand that names are not needed in the realm of the light as you already know it was like oh now i understand why i don't need a name <laughs> so it was like i'm not crazy this is all good <laughs> so that was there and and then they also told me like it's best if you don't talk about this now because they're not going to understand and of course in my mind i was a child and I, that's was this is what i knew and imagine for me it was like what is not to understand what are you talking about <laughs> and then no pretty soon i understood that every time i talk about it or mention anything like mm, especially when it's a child like yeah she's dreaming she's making stories this is whatever I, soon i realized yeah they're not going to understand and they also said that everything that i was experiencing someday i was going to share and the opportunity to share openly will come but they said it will be much much later and then but they said to me you we are here we're here and then from there i i wrote a whole book where i just write the teachings i started to receive and that that imagine if i i think if they don't appear in my path i don't know what i would have happened to me kathy because humans or the people around me could not in our humanity we cannot understand these kind of things especially 50 40 years or 40 whatever years ago 50 years ago there was not any understanding about these kind of things and thankfully this is the other thing they said to me that people was going to be in my path to guide me and to help me and one of the first people that validated what was I was experiencing was my mom because at a school I started to do drawings and in these drawings I was it's when we also discovered that I could see auras oh so in the school I'm doing all these drawings and and it's, the teacher was curious like and I was painting beings of light everywhere because they told me not to talk but they didn't say <laughs> not to paint <laughs> <laughs> being so like everywhere and the teacher was all curious and she's like are these the sun or the stars and i'm like no these are my friends the being so light and is when the teacher like oh so, <laughs> so many friends and they already thought that i was kind of different because i was in my space i was always observing always quiet i very very intelligent and it was like the teachers didn't know what to do with someone yeah. like that. yeah and back then there was not this special education for children that were like have greater capacities or anything like that so my mom came to school she was called and when the teacher is showing her all the drawings i go mom these are the colors that we wear and these are my friends the beings of light i was desperate to be validated and my mom at that moment just look at me with the mom eyes like <laughs> silent because my mom was a teacher too she didn't want me to be in trouble then i understood like i have to go quiet and then i was so sad and on the way home is when my mom said i believe you she said i believe you because i also see things that others can 
And it's when my mom revealed to me that she could see what we call spirits. Ah, cool. And later, and you know, incredibly, this this came into our bloodline because we I had an aunt, and my mom or my mom had an aunt, and there was more people in her lineage that had this um, spiritual and and these mediumship and psychic abilities and all that. So this was a big help because now my mom became that first person to validate and. When I started to see spirits, I was six years old, and it's when I realized, no, the spirits and the beings of light are not the same. Yeah. And I went and I told my mom, like, because the spirits caused, it was, that was a moment of terrible fear. And then I went to my mom and I said, no, mom, the spirits and the beings of light are not the same. And my mom asked me to explain. And I started to explain and she started to cry and she's like, I think that you see angels. And it's when I said, I don't know, mom, because they don't have wings. You're so literal. <laughs> so for me, it's like, mm. so I asked them, I already been talking with them for a while. And I said, first it was, uh, I asked them like, what is with these spirits? because they caused me fear i call them dark spirits there was right. nothing dark i thought the the answer was going to be like you're yeah, you're different the answer was incredible Cassie, because they say that that you call a spirit as you in essence we're all the same the difference is the level of awareness that you have about who you truly are beautiful and the other thing, then I said, my mom said that your angel is, is that what you are? And it's when they answered to me and they said, we are whatever you want us to be. Oh, wow. <laughs> so imagine this was like incredible. The other thing with the being so light that people ask me is like, how you know that they're not lying to you or that they're not like misguiding you or they're not dark stuff. And I said, because from the very beginning, the beings of life said to me, do not believe what we say, but have an open mind and experience it yourself. They wanted, they were always guiding, they were guiding me from the very beginning, Kathy, to look within, right. to get in touch with the true nature that I was. They were guiding me to my truth. They, it was never a thing of me becoming disempowered. It was how you really go and discover the power within you Perfect. so i always say to people if any being from any realm physical spiritual whatever realm is asking you follow me i have the truth or oh, red flag any yeah. being that guides you any master any guru any being of light that guides you to look within that's the true teacher beautiful beautiful well, okay, so so you have an enlightened viewpoint as a child, you drowned, and then you tell your dad, hey, I'm going to, they take you to the ocean, and you say, hey, I'm going to work in, in water, <laughs> in the ocean, and lo and behold, you do, you're a marine biologist, and, and you drowned. I mean, that was the first thing. It was like, wow, you really pushed through that fear. 
<laughs> of drowning again. You know why, Kathy? Because why? I think the fear of that, this is the, the incredible thing about these kind of experiences. Once you touch the expansive being that you are, where is the fear of what? <laughs> you just know that you are that expanded being. Nothing can happen to you. It could happen to your body. That's why here we take care of our body. We're mindful of all this stuff. But at the end, you know that the essence that you are is untouchable. Nothing can truly happen to you. So in, like when I... I say people like, yeah, I became, they say, how could you become a marine scientist, a marine biologist, I big a scuba diver, oceanographer, you drown. And I said, because drowning brought me to see the light. Beautiful. So it was like, I didn't stay in the state of trauma. I didn't, it was like, wow, this was the channel. This was the way in which I got in touch with that expansive state of being that I am. And I got to know God, what we call God, what we call source, what we call. So, yeah, since I was very little, um, I wanted to know the depthness of everything. And I think becoming a marine scientist, becoming, you know, the parallel is like, I wanted to go deep. I wanted to explore. Um, being a scientist brought me to that place. How can I know things from like within? And so, and, and it was just all, not only science. I entered into the realm of spirituality. My this is the other gift. My grandmother, my father, mother. She was very spiritual. She was raised as Catholic, but she always thought there has to be more. And she started to study, uh, she joined an order called the Rosicrucian Order. Mm -hmm. And then she started to study also Hinduism and Buddhism and Kabbalah mm -hmm. and the chakras and everything else. And she started to bring these teachings to our home. And I was like, oh, there's all these. And I said, grandma's the first person that talks like the beings of light. And then she started to bring books. And then by the age of nine, Kathy, I was reading very deep spiritual books like the Bhagavad Gita. Wow. I was reading books on self-realization, books on discernment, books like pretty profound things. And then from there, it was to me that sense, I want to know. I want to know. But like for me, um, the real say awakening those words like the first steps to start knowing that there was a deafness in me you know but i didn't have it clear until many years later and you know kathy there's one thing i always say people say how can you not forget this drowning when you were almost three you were so little and i said because like i i've been talking it's like i always say it's like the doors never close Right. It wasn't just one event and no, it kept happening. Things kept happening, kept happening. So I always kept saying, it's like the doors never close, like the doors never close. And the beings of light said to me, of course, Ingrid, the doors never close because there are no doors. <laughs> <laughs> we are the ones that because of conditioning and because of all the beliefs and the experiences and our parents condition imagine all the conditioning now we create an identity now we think we're this and we play this role and we have fears and it's, it's so 
in reality there's no doors it's only we create those doors and the work of waking up is starting like removing and all those doors opening those doors and go back to our true state which is just expansive state of being you know one thing one thing i wanted to share with you that very very late later in my life i asked the being so like why this happened when i was so young and the answer was incredible which is pretty like related with this they said to me because you were old enough to remember but young enough not to be conditioned yet perfect and that was the most important thing of all because once the mind is conditioned once we have created all the beliefs the structures then is now pretty hard to come out of it or you're going to make an experience based on what you already know at that age yeah that was <laughs> yeah well, well yeah. what was wonderful for you is that you could you had your mother as an ally and um that uh, so you could at least confide in her about what you're seeing and process that but not take it to school and and i bet you were you know who knows what your soul planned before you came into physical but i bet all of your playmates growing up in school benefited by your energy but they didn't even know <laughs> you know but but your calmness because um that that energy of um that other space is more like an observer than it is um uh, the fear response. It, it doesn't have the same energy. It, it doesn't do the same things. And right? you know, those are two things, Kathy. One, in one way, they were benefiting from, from that, but at the same time, is the part of we humans resist. They didn't understand it. So when I was rejected or when I was not accepted, it's because they didn't understand that aspect that no other child was like that in that space so it was like she's strange what is with her and they they sometimes were afraid of me they they just didn't understand why they were having that fear and it's because imagine that the ego refuses to be transcended transcend so the, yeah. the ego is going to put a lot of resistance it's like no 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 we resist the light incredibly it's like no we don't want it like when the eyes get a uh, light there's a huge light and you just like i don't want to see it this this is not this is burning my eyes <laughs> well i i think it's all you know everybody has a different kind of mission or um it's a play and you picked a different part and so um but but i think the the thing is, is that um, you were being assisted by your mom, by the beings of light, by any angels or other spirits that you saw. I mean, you were able to um, get a um, support system. Incredibly, um, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very grateful for that. And, and the beings of light did incredible things. I mean, I have so many stories where oh, I was fully protected. Yeah, truly, yeah, truly protected. Really, like I, I know that I, I could have been in trouble, but because I was fearless, I think the the 
poor beans or like where they're like, oh my god, this child <laughs> you know, holding me or I don't know, like the physical body of Ingrid would have been gone long ago because it's like, no, you have a mission here, so we keep you. <laughs> oh well, so so okay, so you discover um, at, at a how old were you when you wrote your book when you started really processing this and helping other people with the beings of light i mean it's is it 10 years ago or it's going to be um 12 years ago i think like uh close to 13 yeah i was after going through a lot of stuff i had what i call a big awakening and in that uh, big awakening first incredibly i have to go to the dark night of the soul the part where i had the realization oh gosh i i abandoned everything that was truly important my essence because i got busy i became a, a very um successful scientist i got my phd i worked for nasa i worked for the navy i wrote many articles books yeah I was very successful in that field, but that, although Kathy, in, in, in my integrity, in my heart, I always live my life with the principles of my spirituality. But, you know, you get focused. I got married, had a child, so my mind was very focused in the outer. And it's when I got the possibility to go to India and meet the Dalai Lama and receive his teachings for one week. Mm. And at that moment of my life is when that recognition of how much I had walked away or how much I had focused my mind in the outer reality and abandoned my inner happened. And I fell into like a deep depression. It was that sense of like, how could I have um, walked away from the beings of light? Because when I was 19, I told them that I needed to be like everyone else. And I and it's it's okay because I needed to ground. For the first 19 years of my life, I was pretty much living in the clouds and living with one foot completely more in the other side than in this side. I wanted to die because I didn't want to be here. So it was more this sense of like I needed this grounding. And then once I, I had this realization that wow i disconnected from i i guess it, it is all about balance so i was now not being in any way connected with that inner dimension it was too focused in the outer so it's when um i felt that i just really wanted to end it and i felt that i wanted to end my life and it's when I received just pretty much the clarity of like, just wait one more day. <laughs> and then in, in that, I wasn't asking God to change my reality. I was asking God, bring me clarity because I have become blinded. Please help me see. Perfect. And in this help me see plea was when um, the next day in the morning, I received the message, you need help, go to meet a psychologist it was simple but the guidance came with like i went online i phoned this doctor and i'm like yeah i wrote the name he had really good reviews and then the very same day two more people from completely two different places gave me the name of the same doctor wow and i had it written on a paper and i'm like oh, 
okay, I get it. Going to meet this person. And I went to meet him. He was incredible. He was very spiritual. And then is when um, one day he asked me to write a list of sufferings. And I said, oh, sufferings, I, I'm a scientist. You know, they are arrogant. Like, I don't write sufferings. But he's like, no, this is cathartic. You have to do it. Okay, I wrote all the sufferings. And when I brought the list to him, he said, like, whoa, you're the first person in my 37 years of practice that have suffered this much and is mentally stable. And he said, wow, I kind of pretty much like I bow to you. And I said, that at that moment, I was in shock. I said, I didn't think I was the one that suffered the most or anything. And then it's when I said to him, the very question I have been asking all my life, why me? Wow. Why this is happening to me? And at that moment, the answer came again, simple. You know, I love something. I love this sentence that says, God is simple. The rest is complicated. Mm-hmm. And the answer was very simple. He said, why not? And the moment he said, why not? He started to say, and he wasn't taking notes or anything, but this is when you also, I discover, and you, you get to learn about the power of listening in, with presence. He knew, and he started to say, look, thanks to this, you have done that. And thanks to this, this, and thanks to this, that, and that. And I started to tie all the knots. And at that moment is when everything, everything started to make sense and everything had purpose. And later in life, the being so life said to me, nothing in the universe lacks purpose. And I started to connect all the knots. And at that moment, I entered in the state of gratitude because I discovered that nothing had ever been done to me. It was all for me. So at this moment, I could be in this state of awareness and clarity and connection and compassion and kindness and empathy and expansion. And then that very day, I would say three miracles happened first. That realization, nothing ever happened to me but for me. Second, I'm sitting in this chair and I'm like, nothing absolutely nothing other than i'm sitting here in this chair talking to this doctor nothing else is happening everything else is in my mind and i can do whatever i want with my thoughts with my past with my beliefs it's like imagine the sense of empowerment and the third thing that happened is that i discovered the true meaning of forgiveness and it was the realization of like, there's nothing to forgive. Because if nothing ever happened to me that done for me, then what is to forgive? So I could say two things. Everything was forgiven or there was nothing to forgive. Wow. It's like, and I enter again into that, the highest state of vibrational frequency, the, the, the most elevated state of being is the state of gratitude. And from there, I went to drive my car. And that's when I, all this was the beginning of this awakening. I I left his office, I'm driving my car. And it's when, again, like happening my near there and and other experiences, but now in a 
deep, 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 deep connection, deep realization with that sense of like, absolutely everything was God or call it source or call it the light of consciousness or the creator, whatever anybody wants to call it. Everything was it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that and from there the book happened because it this all I just so it was that sense of like now I started my connection with the beings of light again like boop hundred percent and then I started to have the sense of sharing 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 how can i share these beautiful well and you you share so beautifully the the thing that i want everyone to see um and understand is the suffering is optional that's what the dalai lama would say i mean that's Mm -hmm. what buddha said um i got to meet the dalai lama too um, one time one time not not i just one time you got to be there for a little space of time but um that energy is remarkable that portal that he has around him is quite amazing yes so Ingrid, what, what people are going through right now, they're going through so many changes and their program may have told them to do all sorts of things and, and their life would be grand. And um, all, of those, <laughs> all of those programs are, are falling away now. They're, they're gonna be proven that they aren't the way to love and happiness. They're, they're actually enslavement and you enslaved yourself, um, which I'm trying to laugh about it, but uh, <laughs> but we did that. And that was part of the game here. But but what happened is you knew from a, a, from a, a small child that there was something more. And part of what I want the listeners here to know is that that that's the truth of it there is something more that there is uh there are beings of light around you there are angels around you and that you can really use um your mind in a whole different way to co-create this new world that we we came here we came here to do right yes yes and and we are Many times to focus in, in the outer and forget to calm the mind. The beings of life said to me, wisdom come from the place of silence. Only when we learn to quiet and calm the mind, we can access Perfect. that wisdom. We can connect with the creative thinking of the universe. You know, thinking is a gift that was given to us. So it's not like you like many teachings or something is like yeah the idea is that you remove the mind no the idea is that you train the mind to work at your service not you a slave of your mind <laughs> but then the now you use it to really connect with the true thinking of the universe and now you can use it in an expansive creative way but it feels different too i mean um the the uh analogy that you gave of being um, in a box or the stadium, when you see things as, as the stadium, then you see that it's poten- everything's potential. And so you don't have this narrow programmed view of what 
what's available to you. Um, and, and your imagination can create at a whole different level, right? And we have to start from the place of look at how ancient these teachings are. Know thyself. Become an observer of yourself and understand that any emotion, any challenge, any experience is here to guide you. The, these are all pointers to guide you to look within. So if we stop like ignoring our emotions or running away or pushing them away or resisting, and we go to the place of like, okay, fear, fear, fear. Why are you here? What are you trying to show me? And not just the work of the mind, where, where does it feel? Here in the chest, how can I nurture? How can I be present? How can I be here? How can I care? See, so we start knowing nurturing, knowing love, knowing compassion from within. Right. See, right. it's like, then we start realizing my emotions are doors to awareness. My senses are doors to awareness. My experiences, I love this sentence that says what is in the way is the way. Right. Right. If I can use anything that is there to fuel my awareness, to be more present, to be more attentive. So that is what life is guiding us to do. So beautiful. People so tell me about, about a stillness. They said, but what a stillness is doing nothing. And I said, no, 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 no. The opposite. A stillness and movement are dancing together. From the place of a stillness, you move, but you move from the place of responding, not resisting. You move from the place of wisdom, no ignorance. Right. See, this is this place where you like. From that. love instead of fear. I, th I think the whole human condition, it, the, the, the experiences that we have, we've been conditioned to be fearful and our parents didn't know any better so that's that's what they learned but um the everything was be careful be careful be careful this could hurt you and, and it's a whole different expe experience when you look at what's in it for me and if i just if you resist it it persists but if you go through it then there's a whole new awareness because nothing's in your field unless it's for you in some level. But yeah. but we don't know that we are taught that. We are taught we're victims and you know that that whole paradigm. I think it's hopefully dissolving. But and, and yeah, and, and emotions like fear, it has its place as a tool. Right. Because you're like, oh, there's a bear in this room that is coming, <laughs> charging me, like, oh, what do I do? See? So so fear, it has its, its place, but as a tool. So it's very different to use the fear as a tool to know what to do than become a fearful person. So that's right. a very, so then we start seeing that even emotions have their place that, oh yes, yeah, so I'm not rejecting anything. I'm integrating everything. Perfect. Well, um, I wanted to find out more about your second NDE and what what I, I know um, because you just told me that before we came on I had no idea that you had another one. Um, we actually, you hear 
This will be the, this will be the third one. Oh, I didn't know you had three. Okay, well, we have about ten more minutes, so <laughs> I I can go quick, but I, we will. Or not we can you can come back and talk about it too. This has been beautiful. Thank you so much, Ingrid. I think anyone that's watching this is getting a whole different perspective of how to be in the world and and how to feel feel engaged rather than checking out. And yes, that's what yes. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you so much for this. And that's and that's what I want to to bring. I will tell quick the story about the third one, but we can come back another time and give the full story. But the second NDE was in a, a motorcycle accident when I was about 24 years old. And the, th the third one happened just last, last year. And thank you, Kathy, for having me here. And and yes, because I want to bring with all these, as we mentioned with Kathy right before we started, is at the end, this bring us to not to talk about near that experience, but near life experience, how we really truly learn to live our lives in connection, knowing that home is here always. And that was the teaching of my last experience or the, or the awakening in my last experience is that um, it's a little bit long to tell and we only have a few minutes. So I'm going to just give a, a quick summary. But uh, I, I had a, a car accident. Before the car accident, I started receiving uh, already messages like, um there was a night i went to sleep with this sense of worry and dread and that night when i stopped resisting and said can i be with this that very night i heard the voice of the creator source god saying do you trust me and i said yes i do and after that i entered into that state of alignment and i heard you are in sync with God. And then five days later, I had other things happen. We don't have time. But after that, I had this car accident. And I was in that I experienced the state of absolute compassion. Wow. And then after the accident, um, I thought I was okay, but I wasn't really that well. And I, um, I had endometriosis that we were treating from before. And I started to bleed for 15 days. Uh oh, so it was necessary to go into surgery, which I was avoiding, but I was guided to find the right doctors. One day when we have more time, we tell the story more in detail, but I ended up having to meet this doctor, which was the doctor I had to meet because I told her that I was very sensitive to anesthesia and that she had to monitor my blood pressure very closely. If I would have gone with other doctor, they would not have listened, but she did. And the anesthesiologist did. So I had to be in this place. Again, the beings of light all right there, <laughs> guiding me to the right place. And when I was, uh, it was going to be as a simple surgery, but during the surgery, my blood pressure dropped dramatically. And I went into state of hypothermia. And when I was in that state, of course, since they were monitoring just closely, they did what they had to do. Then when I woke up in the recovery room, I was wrapped in this blanket because I could not warm up. And then my blood pressure went high and I went into tachycardia. My whole body was a mess. But while all this was happening with the body, what happened 
at a deeper level was that for the first time, Kathy, in the three experiences, for the first time I was asked if I wanted to stay or I wanted to go. And when I was asked if I wanted to stay, I felt like I was in this 10 diamond resort, like, oh, of course I want to stay. But then when I said, or you want to just come back here on earth. And when I said, you want to stay or you want to go back at that moment, I, because I've been practicing awareness for so many years in that state of presence and connection, I said, is this a test? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being in this. I'm like, is this a test? I said, because if God is the essence of absolutely everything, if God is everything, all that is, then where is here and where is there? Ah. Oh, I said, in reality, there is no here and there is not there. So I said, hmm. at that moment, I said, okay, give me where I can serve God the most. Beautiful. Yeah. And incredibly before that, I wasn't thinking about the connection with my son, with my husband. I knew everything would be okay if I was taken and leave this body. So there was no worry. There was no fear. There was nothing. There was no judgment. See, so it was complete disconnection with all that. And the moment I said, give me where I can serve God the most, then thoughts of my son, my husband, my family came because that was the anchor to bring me back. Then now I was back and being back, it was that complete knowing like, oh, again, it's all about life. It's all about knowing home is here. Again, home is... <laughs> within us Beautiful. heaven is within us everything is here and now just learn to be present learn to be present and another incredible thing that happened now at the level of the form is that my sister had come to visit to help me through the surgery and all that she was staying with us at home here and then the day of that i am in the surgery my son was with her and the dogs wanted to go out and then they went to take the dogs out and she was like amazed because the entire house was surrounded by dragonflies wow and dragonflies are like a very um kind of to me i, I love dragonflies it's like a symbol like to me they look like angels uh-huh she's like the entire house was she said she's never seen that many dragonflies in her life it was like an unusual thing and she said that at that moment she knew something had happened and she thought at that moment the, the fear of the worst like she she died and something happened and i said yeah i did but i i said the opposite i leave <laughs> <laughs> So they were all there to celebrate with you. Yes, yes, wow. yes. So, so ha after this, um, this last uh, near-death experience, have you had a lot more engagement with the beings of light? Even more, and not just with the beings of light, but with the truth that I am. 
see I, I've been in this state of oneness connection states where I'm like presence and presence and they, and is I, I after that I said I, it was that one day I'm walking and says God I want to see you and then the answer was in your steps I am in your breath I am in your the bird I am in the flower I am so I live my life like I said, that God is playing hide and seek with us. <laughs> and our mission is to find it. That's <laughs> so perfect. That's so perfect. And, and that we are all a fractal piece of that, so that that you you can be empowered to experience this reality any way you want. But the mystical experiences that people like Ingrid share and the connections, if you're drawn to it, there may be a path for you to have that exact same experience because we are all just walking each other back to that knowledge. And so I want people to know about um, Ingrid's book and um, hopefully you've seen, I've been putting her site in, in the chat and everything so and and up on screen because uh, i think you you want to keep watching what ingrid's doing because there, there i think something magnificent is available for everyone to learn from ingrid and again thank you so much for your generous translation of your work for so that every every time we're an international organization and that way um all the spanish speaking people can can hear all of these speakers and learn from you because every all of us are so close we're at this tipping point right now we're all so close to being um well i don't know if we're all going to be self-actualized walking around here all the time or it'll be mostly in meditation or in quiet time that we get to have that perspective but i think that's our new world is is uh awareness of all that is and to be a part of it it's it, you guys this was supposed to be a playground <laughs> yes and when, in another talk i'm going to show you and tell you how god showed that to me that uh, this was a playground yeah Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Well, Ingrid, thank you so much. And again, I just appreciate you so much. And I'm so, so, so happy that you said yes to be back on my show. I think it's been three, four years since you've been on. So um, I'm so glad to catch up with you again and hope to see you in person this year somewhere. At yes. one of the events. Yeah. Me yeah. too. I hope so. Yeah. Okay, thank you for having me. Always a joy, always a pleasure. Oh, well, and Ingrid, so, so why don't we make sure that everybody gets your website? It's your name. Yes, ingridmoncala.com. Yes, and I have a YouTube channel too, and um, just all the different, a newsletter where I share always like uh, some beautiful sentences to start the the week with joy to start the week with hope oh. with light well thank you you can feel the peace and love that uh ingrid shares and hopefully if you're if you are drawn to this work 
that you'll get her book and that you'll go follow and watch the YouTubes and watch her interviews because there's so many nuggets of gold that come through. So many gifts. Thank you so much, Ingrid. Love you. you so much. Ah, yes, love you, Kathy. Yeah, I'm Thank sorry you. we have to go. We'll have to do this again. That's yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye bye.